Welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Tess Dugan. I'm your anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime dice releasing durian. Dice releasing durian? As opposed to a card captor Sakura. Uh, what? Uh, Listen, you tell me. My question is, what you is, is a Sakura the then? You tell me what the opposite of a Sakura is, because well, I tried. Uh, Sakura is a flower, so a, it's a, cherry a blossom. weed, grass, a blade I, of grass, uh, astroturf. Astroturf, uh, that's a good one. Uh, a dice releasing astroturf. Cactus. I had Listen, to say, uh, it, we'll it workshop this. We'll we'll re-record this <laughs> intro at the end as we diligently edit every episode. Uh, um, <laughs> what you hear is the cleanest of our edits. <laughs> of hours of editing. <laughs> That's what we thought was the best take. <laughs> Listen, starts- we've been at it for uh, for Too a week long. now. That's why uh, we missed last week. We were we just weren't satisfied with this opening, so <laughs> Not we good pushed enough. it back. Brendan no one goes home to, until it's good. Brendan comes to these records with at least. 15 different openings and we record each one to curate the mm. perfect listening experience for Genuine you response yeah and we cut all out the bad ones that's right there are worse ones <laughs> these are the best and and we're gonna play a sample of some of those intros for nope. you now <laughs> <laughs> it's just a uh uh, super cut of just all of my actual intro. <laughs> Here are the bad ones, the ones we released. Oh. Uh, yeah, this week, I already said it. Card Capture Sakura, it's the title of the episode. You know. Hooray. Hooray. Uh, figured. But yeah, what, 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 why, why this one? I truly know this from our friend Jackie, who, uh, loves it, and... That that's my frame of reference for being introduced to the show <laughs> and knowing oh, yeah. it's kind of beloved in that, uh, like slightly before four kids era, like a little older than that generation. Hmm. The four kids progenitor, uh, three kids, <laughs> three kids, of course. Uh, yeah, this one has been on. This is on my list for a while, and I figured we hold it for a special occasion and pop that champagne bottle. We're ending. It's over. So I figured we'd knock this one out eventually. Um, but this is actually the first anime I watched and got, like, reasonably into and not just, like, caught a random episode here and there. Like, this is one I actively tried to watch as a kid and follow, even before Pokemon, which I know is a lot of people's intro to anime. Mm. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is the one that sank its fangs into me. And uh, I still... I don't know if fond memories are. I still enjoy it from what I remember of it. It's not one that's aged out like some other shows. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how well it's held up because it was mm. pretty good from what I remember. Nice. I never watched it. Of course, I know it exists because a lot of people like it and it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's very cute, and I do like the idea. How old were you, Brendan, when you watched this? 
this, I think the dub was like 2000. Mm-hmm. So I would have been nine. I love that. I love, love the idea of nine-year-old Brendan finding <laughs> this cute little girly anime and being like, oh, I like Hell that. T- too young to understand gender roles. I'm just like, this is some dope-ass magic and animation. <laughs> I'm in. Hey, I'm still too young to understand gender roles, so. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, it's wildly popular, and it's by Clamps, which we've already experienced with uh, XXXholic, so... Oh. We're running it back. Clamp. Clamp. Clamps. Cool. Great. Uh, we're watching episodes one, two, and eight. Ah. It's time to cook a cook a capture. <laughs> it's time to cook a cook a clamps. Clamps. Uh, it's clamps, so you know it's going to be lanky and gay. Which... I have to do one. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. It's time to serve cook a cook a cook a Oh, good. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I feel like as a kid, I kind of was like, oh, there's something interesting about this show. It's a little different in hindsight. I'm like, oh, it's so gay. It's like everyone in this show is gay as hell. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can get into it a little later because it's the first episode. They don't get too into it, but like later episodes, they really get into it. Um, uh, but for anyone uh, curious, we watched the Nirvana dub, which apparently released in Canada, which is the one I'm familiar with. And boy, howdy, is it a dub already? It's great. I... <laughs> There's, I was double checking with Brendan to make sure we were watching whichever one we were watching, and I had started the other one. Same. And mm-hmm. uh, it had a regular nice anime opening. It was fine. And then Brendan was like, "This is not what I remember. Where's my '90s girl pop?" <laughs> so we switched. We switched. I heard the opening. I got, this is my sh- this is my card capture. This is the one. This opening. <laughs> Rival Shaman King. I fucking love it. It genuinely is a great opening to me. Yeah, the the age between the dubs going from uh, what we're like, yeah, this is an anime dub, to, oh boy, this is an anime dub. Uh, <laughs> the, the main character's age dropped like uh, 10 years. Uh, the audio quality was cut in half. Uh, it was glorious. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's truly... Truly nostalgic for me. Just boiled up and injected right into my veins. Uh, it's shaving years of my life. Uh, but yeah, so we open up, get the great opening, uh, and then it starts with uh, the sound of a ringing bell uh, and a book cover opening uh, over the outline of a sleeping girl. And we fade in on Tokyo Tower, and we see a magical girl with a little animal companion there and a bunch of cards flying around. She says, I'm ready. So like, yeah, that's, that's what I expected from a show called Card Captor. Hmm. And... Uh, and we haven't had a prophetic dream in a hot minute, the Nami, mm-hmm. so check that one off. She has a few of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see her wake up. Huh. It's time to get ready. Wake She's up. late for school. Huh, beans. And uh, also with this dub, um, with the other dub, they kept the names uh, true to what they were in the Japanese. And this one, they localized the names, except mm-hmm. for Sakura. 
and they really hit that sec- they really hit that K hard with Sakura. <laughs> and oh, I love it. It's great. Um, she is in fourth grade, which is uh, unusual. It's uh, younger than most anime, so I was mm-hmm. surprised. I forgot that. Uh, and we see her dad. He's a professor. He's a professor of archaeology at the local university. Pretty he hot. Male wife. Male <laughs> wife. <laughs> see him cooking. He's great. Uh, dead mom. Check. I love that. I loved. Like, this is my dad. Also, my mom's dead. <laughs> like, I expected her to just say that, and I was a little disappointed she didn't. <laughs> she was like, this is my mom. She's dead. That's what I was hoping for. Uh, and we get her older brother, Tori, in the dub, who is uh, in 11th grade. Uh, we see him teasing her a bit, and she dreams of getting revenge on him. Uh, you know, sibling uh, teasing and such. Uh, and then we see... Uh, Tori runs off to school, and Sakura is late, so she goes running out after him to catch up. She dons her elbow pads, knee pads, helmet, and rollerblades. Yeah! And this is where the first dub was like, and she goes off chasing after him. And then the Nirvana dub was like, we got girl power 90s pop rock. It's like, fuck (laughs) yes. (laughs) This, This is what I need in my life right now. I love the detail in her skates. Honestly, she looks so great beautiful. in the skates. Like it's very cute. You think it'd be like cumbersome, but she, she they pull it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he says, "Like, why are you chasing after me? Like, you can go to school later. I'm, I'm, my school starts earlier because I'm in high school." And she's like, D- "You know, shut up, leave me alone. I'm coming along with you." Uh, but secretly, she wants to follow along so she can go to school with his friend Julian. Ooh. So dreamy and. Uh, we see them talking a bit. He's clearly like the much nicer one to her because uh, it's not his sibling. Uh, and they're talking to school for a while and he tosses her a piece of candy. Oh, this is a point where the dubs deviated a bit. Uh, he tosses her a piece of candy and she's fawning over it. And then her best friend catches her fawning over, uh, fawning over it. Uh, but in the dub we watch, they kind of snip that part out for some mm. reason. Uh, but then we get introduced to Sakura's best friend. Uh, and this dub, her name's Madison. Madison. <laughs> How uh, perfectly American. <laughs> hearing all the, like, the localized names and then hearing Sakura still in there really is, <laughs> really reminds you of what it is. Um, but we find out Madison loves photography and videography. And for her school project, she's going to make a documentary about the fourth grade girl. She wants soccer to be her subject. So we got the photographer following alongside. And uh, once in class, we see uh, Sakura drawing a little doodle of the creature she's dreaming about. And Madison leans over. It's like, oh, what's that? It's like, oh, it's a creature. I was like, huh. And the teacher calls on them talking in class, tells them to start reading. And we see Madison helps her out and tells her what line of the book they were on. Nice. Helpful friend. Love to see Solidarity. Uh, and then we cut to gym class where we see Sakura just do a fucking backflip out of nowhere <laughs> which would have just shattered my ankles at current age and in fourth grade uh so she's very athletic and then they proceed with put on twirling practice that's um, her she's in drill club is that what it's called yeah i expected this to not be like drill club like i thought that's just what they were saying in the localization, mm-hmm. but she is, she's do, she does batons and stuff. I love it. Yeah. I love, like, I don't know. She's just very unique with, like, her, her inline skates <laughs> and her drill club. Like, that's, those aren't normal anime girl activities, and I like it. But they're also not, like, 
super far-fetched for the anime. Mm-hmm. Like, you could do a drill cultural thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so we see her practicing that. We see some girls talking about how she's the best in their group. But then, twirling the baton, she kind of zones out and thinks about the staff in her dream she had the last night. And she kind of zones out and bonks herself on the head with the baton. Uh, so she's still thinking about it. She's still caught up in it. And then uh, Sakura gets home. She's getting a little after-school snack for herself because no one else is here yet. And she hears some strange noises coming from her dad's library. <gasps> and she talks about how uh, her, her dad brought home a book from the archaeology department that no one else was able to open. So he brought it home to study a bit. Uh, so she heads on down to the library, which is in the basement. And it's a full-ass fucking library. It's Very not like two big. shelves. It's the entire basement. It's like sh- shelf-to-shelf, wall-to-wall books. Mm-hmm. She's going around looking for that noise because something's in here. And she's going to call the police if it's a burglar. Uh, and uh, she looks around and can't find anybody. But as she's walking around, she sees a book glowing on one of the shelves and pulls it out. It's the cloud book. Mm. It's like clown without the N. And it's like it's- cloud without the D and spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, like teriyaki, but just spelled really wrong. I wish it was <laughs> clamp. 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 <laughs> the clamp book. The clamp book. You open it up and it just snaps shut again and clamps your fingers. Ah! Youch! It's like the joke gum. Uh, and it's the one from her dream. So she pulls it out and looks at it. Uh, and when she touches it, the lock on the side opens up like <gasps> magic. And she opens it up and sees the books actually hollowed out inside and filled with cards. And they're like long, like almost tarot card-esque. Mm-hmm. And she pulls one out and it's the windy card. Ooh. It's a big windy lady drawn on like a swind spirit. And as she's walking away, we see it start to glow, and a bunch of wind kicks up and blows all the cards everywhere. And they start phasing out of the house and shoot up into the sky. Whoops. Whoopsie. Uh-oh. You found the magic book and spilled all of its contents across the world. <laughs> 52 pickup. More like... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how many More like seven continent pickup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, more like 70 episode pickup. That's, that's good. 70 episodes and a movie with three OVA pickup. It's it's wordy. It's wordy. Uh, so she drops the book down, scared, reasonably, uh, and she sees a little creature crawl out from the book. It's the guy from, it's the thing. It's the guy from her dream. <gasps> oh, no. I gasped. I choked. <laughs> I was so surprised by this little guy. Genuine shock. <laughs> He's uh he's he's a little yellow mouse with wings basically. Uh, one thing I've noticed watching this, uh, I enjoy the simplicity of some of these designs. They're not overly complicated, which is mm. refreshing, especially after Hunter Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he introduces himself. Uh, he is the guardian beast of the Cloud Book. His name is something long, but they, she shortens it to Kiro, and that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> and then this stuff, he's got a crazy surfer guy a- accent. I love it. <laughs> and uh, he freaks out noticing that all the cards are gone because he's supposed to guard them. And he, he, he done goofed. He fucked up. Uh, but he's happy she was able to catch the windy card. He still has that. So he's like, all right, so how many other cards did you able to capture so far? And she's like, oh, just this one. He's like, ah, beans. Ah, shit, piss. Uh, yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> ah, shit, fuck. And it's dub for children. <laughs> they went real edgy back in 2000. Uh, so uh, we see them uh, cut away to her having dinner with the family. She runs upstairs bringing, bringing some snacks to Kiro, uh, who while she was down eating dinner, he was trying to 
sense where the cards went, and he can't, he can't find any of them. His power's diminished, and they're all over the place. And he starts telling her about all the cards and the magic, and a par- powerful magician made them called Clow Reed. And, which, to my surprise, was not a localized name. That's real. (laughs) Uh, But he made the magic, and the cards eventually grew too powerful for him, and they they got free, so he had to run around capturing them and seal them away. And that's why they were in a book. And he says, uh, she must have been pretty powerful to unseal that book herself, because it was locked by that magic. Uh, So he performs a little ritual. We see a circle glowing, he starts chanting a a passage, a rite, uh, and he christens her as the new card captor. That's the name of the show! That's the thing! And Whoa. her name's Sakura! It, 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 card <gasps> captor Sakura! It's the thing! Guys, I think this is the quickest a, a mystery has come together in one of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> Episode one. We're succinct. Dust your hands off. It's over. It's over, <laughs> lads. I she know. was Sakura all along. <laughs> And uh, she's kind of freaking out for a minute of like, what? I can't be, I'm, I'm a little kid. I'm in fourth grade. I can't run around capturing magic and stuff. I don't know what's going on. It's like, well, you're old enough to release them and screw it all up. So you're old enough to fix it. It's like, ah, fair. Uh, and then while they're talking, a big gust of wind blows in from the window. Like, what's that? We already got the windy card. What's going on out there? And it's a big old bird flying over the city. Akira says it's the fly card. It's manifested itself, and she's got to go capture it. Go running out after it. She's still in her pajamas and hops in her inline skates. Goes blading out after. Uh, and he tells her he's that he ha- what? Hold on, what? <laughs> he tells her that she has to use the magic of the cloud cards to fight and capture the other cards. Uh, so he tells her to do do the ritual he taught her. So she holds out her little it's a little key with like a pair of wings at the end of it. She has this like a keychain or necklace. Uh, she says the chant as he taught her, and it turns into her big staff that she had from her dream. Wow. It's happening. And technically, this show doesn't have magical girl transformations per se, but it counts. Mm. I'm counting it. Uh, she says a cute phrase. It yeah. works. Mm-hmm. The outfit's changed later for other reasons, but the, the wand changes. That's magical girl enough. Uh, so, says he's got to fight it, and doing this... Oh, and doing the transformation draws the attention of the fly card, who comes sweeping down and starts attacking her. And she tries to use uh, the windy card to fight it. Uh, but it's it's a lot. It's a big old bird. She's like 11. It's it's a lot to take in She's in one day. She's nine. Nine. She's young. Listen, if you're under 20, you're a toddler to me. <laughs> <laughs> I group you all in together. Uh, so she starts panicking a bit and says uh, she doesn't know how to stop it. And he goes, wait a minute. I got an idea. You see her skating down the road, and she starts skating up the inclined wall, like of the like street she's on, and uses the jump on the bird's back, which is again kind of nuts for a nine-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> she's got stunts. <laughs> she's she's blading all the time. She knows. <laughs> she's on X Games mode. <laughs> her favorite Disney Channel original movie is Brink. Team <laughs> <laughs> Puppet Sauce. Uh, and she hops on uh, the fly bird's back and starts riding it up into the sky. And while up there, she releases Windy on top of it, telling it to chain up the bird's wings and bring it to the ground. And the Windy card does exactly that. And once she's able to steer it back onto the ground, she hops off and is able to capture fly back into its card form. And Kira congratulates her, saying, See, you can't quit now. You're doing great. You're, you're a natural at this. And he tells her to touch the new card and give it a little release see what that power's like so we see her pull it out and hit it with her wand uh and 
she grows wings on her wands. It becomes a, a flying broom. She's able to fly around the city on it. Wow. Whoa. It's like, see, ain't this some shit? This is cool as hell. You can do this all the goddamn time if you want. He curses constantly. <laughs> uh, and we see her flying in front of the big-ass crescent moon. Uh, and uh, she says, from that day on, her life's never been the same. And then we get a little uh, little sequence at the end where it's Kiro's Corner. And it's basically him just, like, reviewing her outfit of that episode. Which, Love it. For this one, it's just her regular clothes, like her school outfit and pajamas. Uh, but for other episodes, there's more to talk about. So mm-hmm. it's a fun little look at. Yeah. And that's episode one. Yes. So, episode two. Uh, Kiro is waking Sakura up, and she doesn't recognize his voice. She's like, maybe I left the TV on, but it's off. And then she sees him and freaks out, not seeming to remember what happened. And he tries to jog her memory, and he's like, you know... The cloud book, the one you opened, and then she remembers. She's like, oh, yes, I recall. Back the card you... captor, that's who you are. <laughs> Back when you couldn't watch stuff on demand, so every episode had to have, like, a little recap. Just mm-hmm. be like, hey, in case you missed the last three episodes. Yeah. Um, and he keeps calling her card captor, but she's like, I don't think I can do it. And he's like, but you already captured one. I have faith in you. And then she gets called down to breakfast. She goes down and sees her brother there. And he's like, oh, I'm surprised you got out of bed right away. No. Um, she brings Kiro some cookies. And he's like, I'll be right here when you get home from school. And she's like, you can turn on the TV once my dad and brother leave. And I also like their dynamic. That she's just like, yeah, you can hang out here. You can chill. Because I feel like usually... It would be like she's like stressing about hiding him and stuff like that, but she's like, take a load off. <laughs> Watch <laughs> your stories. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Kira because very often, like the animal sidekick or like magical guardian can be super annoying mm-hmm. in a lot of animes. So he's, I, he's more refreshing than I remember. He's, yeah. He's pretty chill. He's just a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and off she goes to school. She was running late to meet Madison. Uh, and she's the first one in the classroom. And then Madison arrives right after her. And Madison is like, I have something I want to show you. And she shows her that she got a video of Sakura flying on her staff with Kiro. Oh, no. It's been 12 hours and she's already blown her secret. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Sakura starts to freak out and then Kiro pops out of her bag. Uh, and Madison recognizes him from the video she got, but she's, like, not being accusatory or, like, freaking out. Like, she's just like, oh, cool. Neat. I didn't know you could do that. (laughs) Um, later, they're, like, outside at lunch, and Sakura introduces Kiro to Madison. She calls him cute, and he's like, I'm not cute. I'm a man. (laughs) (laughs) Big strong man. (laughs) Uh, he says he protects the cloud cards. Um, we get a shot of some boys playing outside, and there's an ominous shadow presence. Um, Kiro tells Sakura to show Madison her staff, because no one's watching. <laughs> and she activates it. It's quite the spectacle, and I'm like, surely someone, someone would have seen. Also, it seems like they're in view of a school building. <laughs> Anyone... Could have seen this. 
there is no attempt to maintain secrecy mm-hmm. as a plot point. No. Yeah. Honestly, I like that though, because like even Kira's like, "Go on, show her. You don't have to hide. You're cool as shit. Show her." Like, <laughs> and it it does get rid of that false dynamic of like, "I can't tell anybody," and like that being the B plot for like half the episodes. Yeah. It's like it, that's I just mean, gone. We're ignoring yeah. that. Obviously, we only have we only see Madison like find out about her powers, but I also like that she doesn't. She just is cool with it. Yeah. Um, also, every time I hear Madison and think of the character design, I think of just an American Girl doll. <laughs> yeah, she gives that vibe. <laughs> yep. Um, Madison asks if Sakura has magical powers, and Sakura's like, "Well, I need the cards for the magic." And then Kiro pulls one out, and Madison wants to film Sakura using the powers. Um, and then after school, there are more spooky shadows lurking around. Uh, the next day, Sakura gets to school, and there's a bunch of kids standing at the entrance. And we see that a bunch of stuff is piled up in the schoolyard. Desks and other supplies. Um, and they go to their classroom, and it's the same in there. And Madison... Poltergeist! Ah! Um, Madison sees this and wonders if it's because of one of the cloud cards. (laughs) Again, Madison proving she has better instincts than Sakura does. Yeah. (laughs) Immediately being like, this is some shit that normally doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And they go to Sakura's house because I guess school is canceled. (laughs) Because they couldn't just move the desks back. I, I can't tell if school is canceled or they're just like, skip to the end of it. Nothing happens at school. Fast I think, forward. I feel like they say, they're like, well, at least we got to get to, we got to go home, right? Uh, the say, janitor what? walked in, saw all those deaths, immediately turned around in one swift motion. <laughs> <laughs> just sighed deeply and walked away. Just uh, dropped his keys on the ground and left. Quit on sight. But it's anime, so when the keys hit the ground, they leave like a crater impact because they're weighted keys. <laughs> oh, the key card. <laughs> oh, uh, I get it. That's like my second. That's a good one. Smart. Um, but Kiro confirms that this is like definitely card activity. So Sakura asks what kind of card it could be, and Kiro doesn't know, so she needs to find out, and she doesn't want to deal with it, but he reminds her that she's the one who uh, lost all the cards. (laughs) So he's like, we gotta go back to school at night. And Sakura is not into it, but Madison is down to clown. (laughs) She's like, the school is probably so cool and dangerous and spooky at night. Let's go. (laughs) So they do. Um, Madison shows up in a cool black car, along with four women, who she introduces as her bodyguards. She got money. She's the rich friend. Um, And in my notes, at this point, when we see their cute little out-of-school outfits, I said the fashions in this show are very good, which is something I've known. But then, speaking of which, there's also a yellow van that arrived with Madison, and she opens the back, and it has a bunch of outfits in it. Madison is the best kind of rich friend. Yeah. The one who goes, I'm going to. Juice you up. I'm going to hunt, man. Dress up. Just, I got 30 outfits for you, custom made, overnight. Let's go. (laughs) Do you have any input on the aesthetic? No. Am I going to give you free shit for the rest of your life as long as I can play along? Hell yeah. Done. (laughs) 
But hey, at least she gives her, like, different aesthetics to play with. She's got options. Yeah. Um, and Madison is like, special occasion calls for a special outfit. And Kira was like, yes, absolutely. Put my girl in a dress. I like that Kira, like, repeatedly says, like, the cloud cards will respect you more if you look impressive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can't be coming in in pajamas again. You gotta look good. But even her pajamas are so cute. I love all her little jammy sets. (laughs) Honestly, this show set a very high bar for me of, like, the character change outfit constantly. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's impressive as hell. Yeah. For animation. Um, so this particular outfit is like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's got a big old red cape and like a one piece thing underneath. Not one piece like the anime. Like a one piece. Took a bite of gum gum. Suit thing. Um, and Madison gives Kiro a red bow tie to match. Delightful. And again, Kiro's into it. He's not like fighting her about it. She's like, yeah. Kiro and Madison are best friends immediately. (laughs) Um, they're out on the schoolyard and Sakura hears something. Out comes a spooky angel holding a hoop. And then Sakura sees a shadow on the ground that's cast by nothing. And it's what's holding this angel statue up. And it throws the statue at them. It's the shadow card. (gasps) Shadow. Very spooky. You can tell because it impacted, uh, uh, desks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, from the school, I was like, oh, it's a merry prankster card. It's like, it's the shadow card. It will kill you. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that escalated. They just felt like causing some mischief. Little mayhem and pranks. <laughs> um, more shadows show up, and they're scurrying around. She uses the windy card to break the shadows apart, but it doesn't work. And cure. <laughs> Kiro tells her to use the fly card to get out of there. Um, I get. And he says that the shadow card has collected all of the shadows at the peop- of the people at school, so it's too powerful. And Madison just keeps filming. She's gotta get it. She's gotta get the <laughs> shot. It's like the movie Nightcrawler with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> but way less upsetting. Sure. Um, so, where am I? She asks Kiro if there's some way to get rid of them, and he's like, well, yeah, we could. if there was, like, a lot of light on them, um, that would work. And then Madison is like, leave it to me. Brain blast. Um, brain blast! <laughs> uh, the shadows try to pull Sakura out of the sky, and then all of the lights around the schoolyard turn on, and the big blob of shadows disappears thanks to Kiro and Madison. Mainly Madison, because she... <laughs> knew how to do this Mm -hmm. um and then the shadow spirit materializes on the schoolyard it's a spooky hooded figure organization 13 (laughs) when you (laughs) no we can't clear it Uh, uh sakura uses the windy card to she says become a chain and trap the shadow spirit it works Um, The windy card is very applicable in a lot of situations. Yeah, she just says, hey, do do this this one. And the windy (laughs) card says, I got you, boss. (laughs) Um, Hooray. It's back in the card. And Madison got it all on camera. Um, The next day, Sakura finds Madison in the video room. She's like bringing her a little gift to thank her for 
helping her out. Um, and she sees that Madison's watching the footage from the night before. And she wants to go with Sakura anytime she captures cards. It was so exciting. Uh, and she'll bring, she'll be in charge of all of her costumes, too. Delightful. Um, yeah. And then Kiro's Corner, he talks about, talks about the outfit again. It's very cute. And I, I do enjoy that, like, there's a spotlight on these outfits. That they each get their moment of, like, all of these little pictures of every part of it. It's nice. Mm -hmm. It's hard work to constantly change outfits in an animated show. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to make sure people respect that. (laughs) (laughs) I I just love that they're like, no, it's plot relevant. Um, Because she's rich and likes fashion. Okay, we just like the new dresses. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. She has many different interests. (laughs) (laughs) Madison is what happens if you have a well-funded PR and costuming department. (laughs) Uh, So, uh... We skip all the way ahead to uh, episode eight. So all the plot you missed, uh, some more cards were caught. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Sakura has has the same dream as episode one of the Tokyo Tower and a mysterious boy. <gasps> uh, she uh, Kira wakes her up and. Uh, she tells him about oh the boy on the building and my dreams and uh her brother comes in and is like up oh, time to school this is how all the episodes start uh so uh kira warns her to expect the least expected that's that's what you do with dream logic mm. <laughs> um so she blades to school late again as always and uh, uh, catches up with her brother and meets up with Julian and uh, he's like hey hey slugger why are you so down <laughs> hey champ <laughs> turns his bike around yeah. and sits on it backwards it's very dangerous um, but yeah she's like oh yeah I had a nightmare uh, and he's like well I'll tell you what I do with nightmares you gotta uh, expect the unexpected and and she's like, oh my god, are you Kiro? <laughs> he, I also like that he says he has a feeling of like deja vu. I was like, that's fitting because we've reused the same assets from episode one for this opening. So <laughs> yeah, that's appropriate. Um, so they go in. Ah, oh, technology update. Madison has a digital camera now. Wow, um, technology. Uh, and then the teacher introduces. Ba-ba-da-da, a new exchange student, Lee. Check. And it's it's a new exchange student who was foretold in a prophetic dream. I think that there is a Venn diagram there. <laughs> it's too late to make a bingo card <laughs> slot for it. But um, specifically, like, what? I recognize that boy from before. I love when the teacher turns around seemingly to write this child's name on the board and then he turns back around and nothing is there. I hope that is because of this particular dub. dub. They were just yeah. like, take it off. We don't even want the Chinese. We don't even want the, the characters there. I was going to say Chinese because he's Chinese, but yeah. it probably would have been Japanese would characters. Japanese, yeah. Mm-hmm. His uh, name yeah, doesn't this- change too much. His last name changes, but it's still like, in the ballpark of what it actually is mm. versus Julian and Madison, which are <laughs> way off. But yeah, this is Lee. 
Uh, and it's the stern boy from her dream, and he sits right behind her. Ah! So he can glare at her from behind. <laughs> He's so mad. Uh, so they go out to recess, and immediately he goes up to her and pulls out, uh, I forget what they called it. It was, it was a board, but I forgot the first word of it. Did either yeah. of you catch it? It's like a lessering board or something. Some magical board. Uh, Laszlo's magic board. There it is. Um, <laughs> so uh, the, he uses it and is like, oh, reci- recite the thing. And oh, you're a card user. You're a card captor. Oh, I guess that makes us rivals. Whoa. Uh, so he calls her pathetic and is like, how, how are you a card person? And she's like, oh, because uh, I, I opened a book and they all fell out. And he's like, well, you're a pathetic loser for losing them. So give them to me. Uh, so they start wrestling as he's trying to take her cards. And then uh, her brother just happens to see it and hops yeah. over the fence and is about to square up with this uh, fourth grader. <laughs> I love no, it's it. good though. I love it. Yeah, I love that even though he's like kind of mean to her and suspicious of her antics, he's ready to fucking fight a nine year old. <laughs> I am a full eight years older than you. I will sweep kick the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love that Lee is like, bring it on, old man. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but then. This is but, my favorite part. Yeah, uh, uh, Julian also comes in and breaks the tension. And Lee is like, oh, holy shit, who is this intimidating figure? And runs away. Julian comes sprinting at full (laughs) breakneck speed, hurdles over an eight-foot-tall fucking fence, screaming, is anyone hungry? Hey! Hi! It's it's such, like, manic-aggressive kindness. Like, I need to feed these kids! And he's just, like, (laughs) running. We're not fighting, we're not fighting, we're not fighting. <laughs> he's he's going to get in trouble. Bow buns? <laughs> Anyone? So funny to me. Um, so, yeah, they start heading home, and, oh, there's a real quick lightning storm after school, and they have to sl- hide under a penguin slide. Cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but it passes quickly, so they go home, and she tells Caro about Lee, and he's tells her that, oh, that sounds like he must be a magic descendant of Clow Reed, or whatever (gasps) it is. And, uh, but Sakura's like, oh, so I do have to give him the cards. He's like, nope, you open the book. Uh, It wouldn't open for anyone else, so they're rightfully yours. Finders Um, keepers. (laughs) Yeah. Smelted Delta. I'm I'm glad it it works in the uh, afterlife as well. Yeah, so, it's good. Um, Ancient laws of magic, childhood playgrounds, same thing. Yeah. So uh, the storm rolls back in, and oh no, that means it's a storm-related card. Uh, so they go out, and uh, Madison gets her set up in a new rubber suit that doesn't conduct lightning. Thank Don't worry, goodness. it's cute, not kinky. It's cute, not kinky. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that in quick. Gotta get... Please, please, you have to understand. <laughs> It looks, it's channeling a lot of Tokyo Mew Mew. Very Tokyo Mew Mew. <laughs> it's a big puffy pink dress with cat ears. Like, it's, Delightful. shout out to Lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking worst named character name. I don't know what you're talking about. I, it's, <laughs> uh. 
What a choice. <laughs> ah, well, they go out and, oh, it's thunder. Uh, so it's jumping all around, can't quite catch it. And Lee shows up and is like, hey, you pathetic idiot. You can't, you trying to use your shitty suck-ass cards? <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, all right, well, help me then. And he's like, no, you have to do it yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so... She's like, all right, I'll use my wind card that keeps winning, so sure. <laughs> He's like, oh, you don't know anything. Wind doesn't beat thunder, stupid. Pull out <laughs> shadow. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I guess there's logic there somewhere. Uh, uh, because shadow mm-hmm. is the, uh, is the uh, absence mm-hmm. of light, and mm-hmm. thunder is sound waves. Mm-hmm. So it wins. Uh, it beats it. <laughs> um, yeah, and Lee calls her clueless again and meets Kiro and is like, oh, the, oh, the, the ancient power lord of, of Magic Town. And he's like, oh, but I'm just a little guy. Just a little Don't guy. mind me. And, that, and that's where we end the episode. And, and they talk about the rubber dress and how it's, it's cute and not kinky. <laughs> <laughs> Explicitly say how not kinky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's where we end episode eight. I like when Lee's leaving that episode. You know, like, he runs into Madison, who's, you know, filming everything. And she's like, oh, hey, Lee. And he's like, get out of my way. And she's like, fine, be mad. And I like how everyone is not tolerating Lee's arrogant shit. <laughs> like, everyone's sick of this kid. Everyone's <laughs> nice here. You're a freak. <laughs> You're the rude one. So, are we capturing the wee Bacard? I don't know. You haven't thrown wind out yet. <laughs> Oof, oof, oof. Oh no! Uh, yeah, I thought this was really cute. I like definitely the the mm, deliciousness of the dub always helps, but um, I love it so much. But yeah, I sort of just heard of this as like you know uh, the the Hydrox to uh, Sailor Moon's Oreo or whatever. How dare you! <laughs> But it was always just uh, presented to me as like, oh, well, you either grew up with this or that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, um, I assumed it was about the same caliber. And there's definitely those like uh, episode structures of, up, oh, go to school. Uh, oh, a weird thing happens. Oh, it, it amplifies and we take it down because it's a card. Yep. Um, and I kind of liked that there weren't villains so much as it was just like an environmental element effect of like oh something weird's happening it must be a card rather than uh, i'm the evil man from evil town and and using my power of evil town sorcery oh no now you have the power of evil town sorcery <laughs> but it that makes it good i guess um how <laughs> you use it yeah uh like it definitely looked good, as you mentioned. The uh, new animations of uh, different dresses each episode is definitely ambitious and uh, something you have to be like, okay, this is a hard decision. She's looking good every episode. Mm-hmm. She needs to be looking fresh. Um, uh, yeah, I th- I thought this was fun. I liked it. Yeah. I definitely think, like especially. Uh, if I were to see it at at the ripe uh, 
when Brendan saw it in the late 1850s or whatever. Um, I I definitely think I would also be in the same place of latching onto it and being like, oh, this is more accessible than wait, Grandpa's in in a a, a pyramid hell. Um, so yeah, I like it. Yeah, the f- I was gonna say real f- uh, funny thing. I you comparing it to Sailor Moon? I was like. I remember staunchly as a kid being like, card captor, hell yeah, Sailor Moon, that's too girly. I'm like, <laughs> huh. I really was arbitrary with those lines, weren't I? I think that, like, I, I, I really enjoyed this. I would watch this now just as, like, something to have on in the background because it's, I don't know how complicated it gets. There are 70 episodes-ish. <laughs> um, but... I, like, appreciate that they're so young, that she's nine years old, and that she's, like, not boy crazy. Like, she's the most she's got is that she thinks her older brother's friend is cute. And and that's not, like, part of the situation, because, you know, Sailor Moon Mm -hmm. has... She gets crushes. She's 13 or whatever, which Mm -hmm. is fine. But I just like that this is just about this little girl having, having friends. Mm-hmm. And and doing her magic, and I think that's precious. And I also talked about this with the two of you before we recorded. I really like like this dub. Sure, it's like for kids ish and like a little silly, but I like that the kids, at least Sakura and Lee, are played by actual children. At the time, yeah. they were children, and there's just something about like they're not incredible actors. Because they're children, but it just yeah. brings something to it that tickles me. I think it's great. I love that. That mm-hmm. it's like actual suitable voices for these kids. Some of the times when Sakura gets annoyed with her older brother, I'm like, that's genuine sibling annoyance. Yeah. Like that, that actor has an older sibling. And like, <laughs> that's coming from a real place. Um, and yeah, I, I enjoy the variety of some of the dubs because I know some people are like, oh, the the acting in it is terrible. I'm like, some people actually sound like that. That's a real person's (laughs) voice. And not everyone sounds like a trained professional actor. You know, you can make the argument it's a show, it's about quality. But, like, I enjoy that part. I have said it repeatedly. I love Brooklyn Molly from Sailor Moon. (laughs) (laughs) I love that weird choice. Um but, yeah, even in both dubs, like, the acting in it was uh, good. Um, yeah, as I said, the style's incredible in mm-hmm. the show, changing it up. Um, it's a lot easier to do in manga than it is animation, so kudos to them for committing to that. Um, the characters, yeah, the characters are great. They don't, they're not hackney. They're not annoyed. They're not, like, forcing artificial conflict and stuff, mm-hmm. which is very refreshing. Um, doing the bingo card might be the most bingo card we've had filled out. Oh. And, mm. like, only one bingo. But, like, <laughs> in hindsight, I may have subconsciously built this bingo card using this as an example. Uh, <laughs> it hits so many things. Um, but, yeah, I kind of like with Tenchi Muyo. Um, I, w- will I continue to watch it? I don't know. Honestly, maybe. Like, it's <laughs> it's good. It's still good. Yeah, it's cute. Um, but I can really see the influence it's had on me later bit, like with this show. Of, like, I love capturing little critters in games and combining the different powers you acquire over your journey into a stronger mm. power, you, you, you know, together. Um, you get the sassy little weird accent critter. Like, <laughs> um, I can see just a lot of things that have influenced me and my preferences of things from this show. So I'm just mm. like, oh, wow, this had a bigger impact on me than I realized at the time. Precious. Um, which is great, because if there's, you know, 
if there's any show to do it, this is a good one. It's really well done. It's written well, and you know, it. There's no gross, creepy, pervy tropes. Uh, I think it helps because they're younger. They're not like, ooh, heist girls, you know, scandalous. It's like, no, they're nine. Fuck off. Like, we're not even joking about that, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, little peek ahead of the series. Uh, it's gay as hell. Uh, her older brother and Julian, pretty sure, objectively gay. Like, I don't know <laughs> if they fully out say it, but they're just like, these two are in love. Also, oh my God. Julian is a giant gay angel. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so spoiler Hooray! the reason the reason lee freaked out is because julian is also a guardian of like the cloud cards he's like a giant angelic creature i was gonna say the mm-hmm. the vibes i got from that scene felt more ominous than anything so i was a little nervous i was like yeah. oh no is julian a bad guy but no, i i figured he would like at least be another card captor mm-hmm. and yeah. that also i was like oh that that could be why like sakura has like a connection of like you think it's a crush but no oh, it's two card captors uh mm-hmm. being next to each other Delightful. yeah you find out he's like an angel and he reveals himself to uh sakura's older brother and he's kind of like yeah i kind of knew that because i also <laughs> know that my sister's doing magical stuff too like there's no artificial conflict for the sake of conflict. These characters aren't, you know, superficially stupid just to <laughs> keep the plot going. Like, Madison picks up on this. Uh, her older brother picks up on it, and they're fine, and, like, they help out with it and stuff. And it's really refreshing <laughs> to be so like, nice. you can incorporate the side characters without making it a point of contention mm-hmm. and that adding content. Like, and it's just like, yeah, I know you're a big angel. I still love you, dude. And it's like, oh. I'll still Boys. kiss you right now. What? Huh? <laughs> right now, huh? I didn't say that. <laughs> this and might shock we- you. I want to kiss you more now. <laughs> <laughs> who, who could have seen this coming? Uh, uh, same with Kiro. He turns into the big creature on the cover of the cloud book. He's Cerberus. Oh. Um, so he gets a second form as well and stuff. And like, yeah, it's fun. It's just a good time. Delightful. Capturing the cloud cards is the basic premise for a long point. Uh, but I do think there is like a genuine antagonists eventually and stuff so you know it 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 doesn't just fluff it out for 70 episodes of the same thing it changes but it is uh this this is what it is to start off mm. um and it's it's a great show honestly uh, i also, liked little, it a lot mm-hmm. little point uh, i love that sakura has a little plush of herself in her card yeah. game form <laughs> <laughs> that's just there the whole time and never really addressed self-love <laughs> uh, but yeah it's a good ass show uh if if you want to send us plushies of ourselves, you can reach out Please. on social media. <laughs> our our uh, our TikTok and Instagram and Tumblr are all under Are We There Yet? Hey, what the hell? You can find me on TikTok as Tessibles, T-E-S-S-I-B-E-L-S. Nice. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Honey Period D or on Tumblr at Honey D. Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. And it is D-E-E, like my name. I've never said that. <laughs> I hope you all figured that out. It's been a hundred episodes it's since the change. Since I hope you <laughs> We're pretty far in. Uh, I'm going down with the ship on Twitter. Uh, burns when I weeb. And I also float around on Twitch sometimes as the show name. I was going to stream from there and then didn't. And now it's just mine. <laughs> 
Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for her artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Big gay angel. Big gay angel. Big gay. Angel. Big gay. <laughs>